Shaba. Shaba is African, I mean Swahili. Whoops, wrong nation. African, for bow to the sun. You just never know when you Shaba. <laughs> Shaba Hyundai. Shoulda bada Honda, bada bada Hyundai. Glory. Another day of encouragement in the rich treasury of glory called the kingdom of heaven within. It's always a perfect day in the kingdom of heaven within. I haven't had a single problem in the kingdom of heaven within for 19 years. Not one. There's no problems in the kingdom. Luke 17, 21. The kingdom is inside your belly. <laughs> what flows out of your belly? The Holy Ghost. Rivers of glory. <laughs> and, you know, some of you come out of the river movement. Some of you don't even know what that is. Some of you are brand new to Christianity. we got every nation, tribe, and tongue here at the sound of my voice today. And I tell you the truth. You have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You have come into the kingdom for the marriage supper of the Lamb, for the feast of the ages, and the celebration of all time. Jesus Christ is so celebrational, He's going to blow your socks off every day. Ephesians 3.20 That God can do infinite, the Bible says in the Greek, infinite more than we expect, hope, or even pray for. Infinitely beyond what we pray for, what we can fathom and think and comprehend with the current capacity of our minds. That's why you got to be spiritual, because once you throw your mind just right into the lake of fire, I'm like, forget that thing, I don't need that. I want to stay unlearned like the Apostle Paul and Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm just going to have that infinite thing going on that they did, you know? The infinitely beyond what you can do in your human nature and just live in the awe of God, which is constantly blown away by what's flowing out of the kingdom within me. The white throne is within me. The white throne, judgment seat of Christ, and the cherubim and the seraphim and the living creatures within the kingdom in your belly. Getting blown away as it burns through your heart. Getting blown away as it burns through your mind. I mean, how blown away do you want to get? God's going to do more than that. That's a promise, Ephesians 3.20. Infinitely above what you think you know. And I love it because I know people are getting blown away. A lot of people are getting blown away by the reality of the demons and the reality of religious spirits and the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great of all the second heaven stars pressing upon their brains and witchcraft and death. A lot of people are getting blown away by that, but not me. I've known about that my whole life. <laughs> A lot of people, that's brand new thing to them. It's like, really? That's what that is? That pressure on my brain? Ow, ow, ow. feel like I'm dying every day. I always condemned. Yeah, that's Satan's stars. That's witchcraft. You want to get that out. You get it out by greater is he who's in you than Satan's stars in the world, or he who's in the world. Mm -hmm. The Bible teaches that the dragon's tail swept one-third of the stars, and there was chaos in the deep, and God separated light from darkness in the beginning, Genesis 1. So you got all one-third of the night and you got two-thirds of the day. But the Bible says your day has dawned when the morning star rises in your heart. We don't have a night anymore. I don't have night. At night it's fire. At During the day it's cloud. 
Cloud by day, fire by night. I'm a pillar of fire in the temple of my Father, and so are you. You just don't know it yet. You're waking up to reality of what you are in Christ. There's no night in Christ. <laughs> he is the bright and morning star. That means there's no more valleys. If you're internally minded and not externally controlled by circumstances, every day is consecutively the best day of your life, no matter what you got to go through in the natural realm. And that's my testimony, 19 years in the Lord. And I am not lying to you, and I don't need to fabricate any stories. It's all true. It's all real. <laughs> We've overcome Satan, the word, I mean, the world, and all sin. Let me say that again. We've overcome Satan, the world, and sin. How? By the blood of the Lamb. Amen? By the Spirit and by the Word. That's all there is in this universe. Satan, and when you say Satan, it's the whole kingdom of hell. He's the headship of the kingdom of hell. It's the black throne. So, all the demons, all the beasts, all sickness and disease, evil spirits, all poverty, evil spirits, religious evil spirits, all the principalities, powers, thrones, many spiritual wickedness, and high places, middle places, low places, very low places. All of that is in the name Satan. Okay, so you don't even have to mess around figuring out all the names of different imp spirits you're casting out in your deliverance ministry. You just say, Satan, that's all Jesus did. <laughs> it's so simple. You don't have to complicate things. Keep it at about a seventh grade level. Just like Jesus, the perfect Word of God. Otherwise, you overcomplicate things and you get into philosophies and you get into weirdness. Next thing you know, you got some weird kind of ministry that's just way too weird for even God. <laughs> and God, God stops showing up and the demons do. And next thing you know, you're practicing witchcraft and dead works and strange fire and Egyptian style pyramid ministry that has the appearance of good and the knowledge of good, but is the Egyptian white magic of Lucifer and his angels. Nothing worse than that. That's as bad as it gets. And there are so many thousands of Christian ministries exactly like that in the world today. And we're going to set them free. Because the Word of God is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The Word of God is kingship in the earth and lordship in the heavens. And there's nothing that is kingship in the heavens and lordship in the earth except the Word. <laughs> Amen? Revelation 19.13 And His name was the Word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, it is written, but His Word remains forever. And I've watched for 19 years since I've been born again. People enjoy the presence of God in the assemblies of God. It was in the AG for seven years before they kicked me out. And then I've been in, you know, fringe kind of glory stream, apostolic, prophetic, drunken glory movement for about 12 years. And I've watched people during that entire time of being a Christian enjoy the presence of God and despise and reject the word of God of his presence. That is what a Pharisee is. A Pharisee is a charismatic Christian that loves the goosebumps, that loves the feeling, even loves the drunken glory, but hates the Word. That is the exact likeness of a Pharisee. Because what you're having is just the presence of the Word, you like the glory and the glamour and the glitter of the Word, but you don't let the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, into your heart to actually change you. 
So you're not actually God's people even though you live in the glory. I've seen that so many thousands of times to make your head spin. I have seen every sin you could ever imagine committed in the glory of God. In the glory of God. I've had people confirm wife swapping because they could feel the presence of God. And they thought, you know, and they justify it with some Old Testament scripture or whatever. I don't know. Just so all the weird stuff you could ever imagine, I've already seen it dozens and dozens of times. That is one of the most extreme cases, that's why I say it, because people sin constantly in the glory. You think you're in, if you feel the glory of God, you're safe and secure and right with God? It could not be more opposite. I have watched every sin of sexual morality take place in the drunken glory the last 10 years. Even Lonnie Frisbee died of AIDS from practicing homosexuality. I mean, and he'd have constant signs, miracles, and wonders in his ministry. So, it's not about the presence. It's not about the glory. It's about the Word. Have you let the Word become Lord of your life? Have you let the Word change your heart and remove the stones of other God's words in your heart, which are no gods at all. They're actually demons. And that's what we're getting at here. This is our final frontier, so that no one can be stolen from or robbed anymore by just all this sin that takes place every day in the glory of God. <laughs> Satan was an angel of the high glory, covering cherubim. He is completely at home in the glory. Completely at home. Most of you aren't even tempted by the devil until you come into the glory of God. And then all hell breaks loose. Temptations of gold, glamour, and girls. Some of you boys. But every temptation, every desire of your heart is exposed in the glory. And if you don't allow the Word to sit on the throne of your heart and the morning star to rise in your heart, every temptation of every stony place in your heart will hand yourself over to Satan for the destruction of your flesh. And it's not God doing it. It's the sin in your heart doing it as it is written. <laughs> so all you new to the glory, glory doesn't mean anything. The demons come into the glory and tempt people in the glory. I have seen every sin, especially all the sins of lust, committed non-stop in studying church history, literally for the last hundred years since Azusa Street, in the Pentecostal charismatic movement, every single revival that broke out failed in adultery, fa failed in greed, failed in covetousness, and just super failed in divorce. Every single thing you could imagine has happened, as far as sin is concerned, already in the glory of God. What we have not seen yet is a demonstration of the fullness of the Word of God in the glory of God. That's what's so freakish to people in the glory. No compromise, full spiritual stature, the standard height of Christ's perfection, blazing through the heavens in lordship of the Word of God, blazing through the earth in lordship and kingship of the Word of God, and no sexual morality and no covetousness, <laughs> and no greed, and no envy, and no strife, and no religiosity, which is pride. No one's seen that before. 
No one. Not a single person on earth. That kind of perfection has been hidden under the Father's wings and will be revealed now as the sons of God appear. Here's how we're going to appear. We're going to appear on Mount Zion. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 15. Verse 2. Then I saw what seemed to be a glassy sea blended with fire. And those who had come off victorious from the beast and from the statue and from the number corresponding to his name, which is money. <laughs> those who overcame the servitude of money. It's exactly what it means. And they were standing beside the glassy sea with harps of God in their hands. And they sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. What is the song of Moses? It has nothing to do with Levitical law. It has everything to do with the word of Deuteronomy 32, 1 and 2 that we shared today on Twitter and Facebook. Let's read that. Shabbat. Glory. <laughs> Give ear, O heavens, and I, Moses, will speak, and let the earth hear the words of my mouth. My message shall drip as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the light rain upon the tender grass, and as the showers upon the herb. Song of Moses, Deuteronomy 32. Sung by the overcomers on the glassy sea on top of Mount Zion. It is the fullness of the Word of God made flesh in our hearts. And it is the Word of God raining from our mouths, as it's written, as dew upon the tender mown grass. And it is the circumcision of all lies in all human brains of all nations universally. That is what is at hand. That is the reality we bring forth. This is the song of Moses. This is the deliverers of the end times that lead all nations, tribes, and tongues up Mount Zion, which is Spirit Mountain, to be on top of the stars that fell from heaven, to live in the bright morning star that has risen in our heart, and the light of the Lamb being our light, and the light of the sun and the moon and the stars, which are darkness under our feet, so that our whole inside, in the hidden person of our heart, the hidden person of our heart, is fully adorned, which is the glorification of the temple of God. The temple of the Holy Spirit, fully glorified, is at hand. Now this is such a shocking contrast to churchianity, which is externalism, that that's why it will be like the days of Noah, when suddenly the fullness of the new covenant will appear by the eight that are saved through water already. And I know those eight are listening right now. It's true. Those eight, those end times perfect deliverers that already right now today, August 31st, 2018, are singing the song of Moses on top Mount Zion in the perfection of the Word of God written in their whole heart. And now the floods will come from their bodies and we will reveal the actual new covenant 
of everything that is done internally. And the full angelic witness and the full apostolic and prophetic witness will come forth with seraphim and cherubim and consume all flesh, all nations, all human governments, all economies, all education, all seven mountains will be utterly consumed by these eight that are present here today in Red Letter Ministries. I tell you the truth. I love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.